Alright, welcome to a, a fresh podcast. I'm Cartwright Morris. This is uh, Daniel Payne. Daniel Payne. We're two gentlemen just uh, want to talk about some truth. That's right. Truth. What is truth? What you know, I guess we'll kinda of say this is just we'll call it the nuance or nuanced thinking, nuanced something. Love it. Because me and Dan have a very uh, passionate, excited desire to talk about all things that are nuanced, which is actually a, <laughs> a long list. Yes. If you're making one. Yes. So, um, but yeah, today, yeah, we just wanted to kind of talk about what is truth. Because yep. this is kind of the issue we're getting here with nuanced. Yeah. Because a lot of people are standing on what they believe is true. There's a lot of language like my truth. Um, but yeah, Dan, if you would just kind of, what's your thoughts on how we've gotten to the post postmodern thinking yeah, and, and the context of truth leading to that? Yeah. So I think, um, what excited me about doing this was the idea of creating a third option, mm-hmm. um, in a world that is incredibly binary and polarizing. Mm. Are you Republican? Are you Democrat? Are you pro-Black Lives Matter? Are you not? Do you think the coronavirus is a conspiracy? Do you not? Mm-hmm. And it's all these very polarizing options. And I feel like one thing that we crave or that I crave is to have a third option with things. Can yeah. we actually have a discussion about these topics? And I know our goal um, from talking with you is going to be, yeah, to create that third option, hopefully nuance Mm-hmm. bring up different options um, about different topics that we'll be discussing. And something that I've realized recently is, you know, epistemology is determining or is the study of how, how we know what we know. Yeah. So how do you know what is truth? And I think that we lack the skills these days, it seems like, of determining what is truth. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, I remember... Um, in college and even after you know it got very popular to say things like your truth mm-hmm. well you do your truth yeah. and I feel like Black Lives Matter, coronavirus all that the world's going through right now has forced us to realize that line of thinking doesn't work mm-hmm. because if you're operating in your truth these days and it doesn't align with the majority or with the most powerful, then you would get canceled. You would get cut off from having an opportunity to speak and contribute. Right. So hopefully we can mm-hmm. find some interesting topics for the listener and have fun chatting through it and yeah. letting folks um, kind of take what we discuss and come up with their own conclusions. Yeah. It isn't, yeah, Dan, I think you bring a good point of just the whole to be intellectually responsible. I think most people want to be intellectually elite, but I think being intellectually responsible can sometimes lead to the name-calling as, you know, putting people on either side, but really we want to live in a very sane place of, hey, we're we're all figuring this out. Right. You know, we don't have all the answers, but we want to live in a place where, one, we're we're accepting of people. Right. But we're, but you know, but all ideas need to be tested, need to be understood, 
need to be our nuanced aren't fully fleshed out because we as human beings are all limited right in the moment you think you got it all figured out it's probably the moment you're about to find out you don't right, <laughs> right? yeah that would be a scary feeling yeah thinking that you have it figured out yeah. but yeah I think mm-hmm. you know just determining what is truth mm-hmm. is truth created equal yeah yeah are thoughts created equal? Should everyone's thought be treated the same? Huh. Should a midnight binge on Wikipedia and YouTube that I do studying the coronavirus be just as valid as someone that has spent their life studying viruses? I would say no. No. <laughs> yeah, so we usually agree when we create, you know, such obvious... Mm-hmm. Um, examples right but I think oftentimes it seems like we we don't ask people to quote-unquote bring their resume to the table when they're bringing a topic right should everyone's opinion and and whatnot be um, considered listened to yeah certainly which I think that was the intent of the Twitter the YouTube world right that you can find hidden gems yeah. in places, right? Yeah. But it's turned into, and now everyone's an expert. Yeah. And I and think the more it's the co- angry I sound, the yeah. more the smarter I am. Right? Correct. <laughs> Which makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the most cons- convinced or persuaded person about what they think is always the loudest. Yes, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you about to say? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that was it. So, yeah, Yeah. hopefully we can find some topics that people would find interesting and Mm -hmm. chat through them. Yeah. Um, And, again, the goal is nuance. The goal is Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, some days we may have fun and intentionally try and poke holes. Yeah. But I think, for the most part, you know, my desire would be just to have a conversation Mm -hmm. With the intent of, or with the hope of, mm-hmm. that conversation leading to some sort of either change of thought, change of mind, or even ultimately action. Yeah. Because I think another thing is we, for the last several years, have gotten real cool, trendy at saying, mm-hmm. hey, I just want to have a conversation. Whether it's about homosexuality, whether it's about racism, whether it's about... Um, you know, any number of things, it's been this mm-hmm. um, obsession with a conversation. Right. But we're having the conversation. Yeah. The country's having the conversation about race. The country's having the conversation about immigration. The country's mm-hmm. having the conversation about uh, political policies when it comes to um, uh, finance and whatnot, like how the government should be run. We're having all these conversations so at what point do we move out of the conversation or do we mm-hmm. take those conversations and actually move into action? Yeah. I think hopefully, you know, some of what we chat through would lead, you know, me to action and maybe even a listener. Yeah, I hope so. Because we are in such a... Um, I mean, Dan, would you agree with this statement that we are in such a information age, like the most information ever in human history and the access to, to it Therefore, we should probably be the most nuanced we've ever been in history. Correct. And I think, you know, and we're by no means the first people to say this, but it feels like 
we are the most knowledgeable. We mm-hmm. have the most information. Yeah. You know, the days of a professor being the one who knows the most. Yeah. Those days are, if they're not already gone, mm-hmm. they're going away because I may not know the most currently, but within seconds I can find out mm-hmm. the data or the information with the internet. But what we lack, it seems, is the wisdom to apply the information. Yeah. The ability to take massive amounts of data and come up with a reasonable conclusion. Right. And it feels like these days it's, I'm going to take a limited amount of data mm-hmm. and concrete my view based on that limited amount of data. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone wants to conflict what I currently believe, I will get loud and yell and explain to them how stupid they really are. Right. Because they're disagreeing with my current view. Yeah. Which leads us to, it always comes back to what is truth and how do we know? How do we know? How do we know what we know? How do we know what we know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it could still come down to, well, that's that works for you or that's that's your truth, but what's mine? Right. And we're in an age now where we know, based off experience, that line of thinking is rubbish. Right. Yeah. It's from yeah, it, it from the standpoint of application to a life fulfilled, however whatever your life lived well, that does not work. Correct. You know. That leads to more anger, more Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I guess the you know, I the final thing I would say is just yeah, because I think concrete thinking, binary thinking, is what has led many of us to this place where we are the most angry, the most very div- divided, uh, name calling, mm-hmm. probably that I can remember mm-hmm. in in this point in our communities, you know, United mm-hmm. States, whatever you want to label your sphere of influence but we just we just seem the most divided because I think of this binary concrete truth my truth belief mm-hmm. and how do we move past that to to then engage in conversation where we can go hey, there's probably a little more to this than I think and I think that's a fun place to be it is I agree with you because I've been there I've been to the place of I've got the answers you know, when I was 25, 19, whatever, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, I was probably the most insecure I've ever been in my life at that mm-hmm. point. So why would I think because I knew this or this that I had all the answers? Mm-hmm. When really now at 35, I'm still figuring things out, and I feel like that's a fun place. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's a personal decision or a political or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, theological, like, I'm, just, mm-hmm. you know, that place, that place where you can be creative and, and understanding and mm-hmm. and have a sense of humor about it. I mean, I think that's a fun thing about nuance is the comedy of some of this. Right. You know? Some of the more wise people I know generally can kind of laugh about some of this stuff that everybody's up in arms about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. White, black, whoever. Like, they actually, they, they're just, they just, they're, yeah. they're not as worried. Right. There's yeah. almost a charm, it feels like. like yeah. It's charming um, folks mm-hmm. that are more certain in themselves. And the ability mm-hmm. to say you don't know 
I feel like is lost this these days yeah. because we're so uh, desirous that that someone mm-hmm. else will think I'm informed and that someone else will think that I'm not only informed but I'm informed about the right decision I've made the right conclusion and I think we need to move back into um, a state of also being able to say I don't know yeah when you don't now we're also you know talking about polarizing topics and we'll get to a place where we do need to be crystal clear mm-hmm. about things. Um, everyone being created equal is something that we should be crystal clear on. Everyone being made in the image of God is something we should be crystal clear on. And that thought or that belief means something. So because everyone's created equal, everyone should be treated equally. And you know, In my view, those are things that we should be um, stern about. But there's so many details Mm-hmm. to so many different topics that I feel like most people these days, it seems, are too insecure to admit when they don't know yeah. or they don't have enough information. Mm-hmm. One of the professors in seminary that I respected the most, he, was, he had his doctorate from Oxford, so top five English-speaking university in the world. Mm-hmm. He was a Greek scholar, and I took him for a... Uh, Romans class where we just went through the text in Greek and he would sit up there and just read it Yeah, didn't bring anything but a Greek text brilliant literally I can't tell you how many times I would say probably over 20 times he was asked a question about a fellow classmate and he would smirk and say I don't know and keep moving <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's the smartest professor that I took at seminary. Yeah. And I just, like, and that didn't take away our respect of him, uh, mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. It almost elevated it. And I right. feel like that's something that I want to invite a listener into is, hey, permission granted to start a journey of saying you don't know and not fearing that that means that someone's going to seize on that and take yeah. advantage of a what you perceive to be a fault in you. And I would say it's not a fault, it's a strength. The ability to say, I don't know, when you don't. I think some people call that humility. I right don't now. know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a yeah. valued virtue? Yeah. 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 Um, but, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Dan. Yeah, and I think this is, yeah, and that's a that's a healthy place to be where, for some reason, in our insecurity, we do take that to think that is a unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know, create that mindset. And I don't, if, I don't know if it's a Western idea. I don't know if that's a, something we've just created because we have so much information that saying, I don't know, is a is a bad place to be. When really, from what you're saying, this interaction with your professor, it's, it's a healthy place to be. Yeah, it's so healthy, and I think it's an honest place to be. Yeah. I think it's silly of us to think that we can know all things about every topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it leads nonsense. to an actual object, objective truth that human beings are limited. Correct. We, no one human can know everything. Correct. And again, even if we do know something about a topic, we need to acknowledge when people are in the room or in the discussion... Mm-hmm. That their opinion should be valued more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Example of yeah. you know that I gave earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone's able to, <laughs> anyway. So. 
Anyway. Anyway, well, I hope you, y'all come on this journey with us. It'll be fun. Long to ride.